You're tuned in to the Nerd Network Podcast. All right, you're watching the Nerd Network Podcast, where we talk about nerdy shit, whether it's video games, movies, TV shows, streaming crap. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Uh, As you guys can see, Julian's not here tonight. Julian couldn't be here. But we're going to move along and talk about some nerd topics. But uh, the very first topic I want to talk about is the Godzilla vs. Kong trailer. Solid trailer. First thoughts. Excited? So I'm... I was impressed that um, it, it looks good from a visual standpoint. Oh, the CGI um, looks pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I was. I'm. I'm definitely impressed with that. Um, kind of. I, I. I don't know the the whole this this. I guess I'm. I'm gonna need to understand the plot. They tease it because at the end of the first Godzilla movie, um, right at the end of the movie, there's like a a news thing or whatever, and it's like Godzilla, friend or foe. And then they kind of touch on it now, like something's provoking Godzilla. What's going on? Um, two big monsters fighting, I guess. I, I don't know. I, it doesn't pull me in from that point. I want to watch it because obviously action Godzilla Kong, but yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. It, <sighs> so what was the last time you saw Skull, uh, Kong Skull, Skull Island? I don't know. It's probably been a, over a year. Probably. Oh, you have HBO Max now? Yeah. Go back and watch it. I, I watched it like a couple of days ago. And it got me hyped to watch yeah. this movie. It, it will re-energize you to watch this movie more. I know you saw the trailer, and the trailer should have made you more excited to watch it. But go watch that movie, Kong Skull Island, and then watch that trailer, and then you'll be ready to watch the movie. Yeah, need to get need to get hyped back up. For no, it. for sure. Oh, man, Kong Skull Island was so well done. The CGI was great. The action was great. The color, the everything, the the acting was good. The background, what happened? It's so well done. It's such a well put together movie for a monster movie. Right. Action movie. It's so good. Like the different scenes that they the military walk through to get to wherever they're going. Yeah. You get a really understanding of what the, the island is. It's so good. Like I I can't get over how beautifully that movie was filmed in the CGI artwork that they used. Just so well done. Yeah. And then the the cinematography that they use when they're like and Kong's taking down the copters and stuff. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Like, it's so good. And that It made you feel like you were in that scenario w- along with the soldiers. Right. That's so well done. Just go watch that. I'm hoping they use that same type of technique in this movie. Um, My thoughts on this trailer is that we, they showed us way too much. I agree. Way too much action. Yeah. Like, I'm hoping we didn't see everything. That's that's a huge word, especially that the final ending shot. Like I don't want to know that Kong can block that beam. I'm glad you brought that up because I missed that made me really upset. Yeah. Because for one, what kind of energy is coming out of his mouth? Is nuclear power, right? Right. So I'm assuming what Kong has is a big stick. That nuclear power thing cannot break that stick. Just because Kong's holding it? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I didn't like that at all. Cause that's supposed to be like that's Godzilla's like trump card. Like yeah. when he's getting destroyed by the Hydra or Mothra or whatever, like that is the thing that sets him apart. Yeah. And yeah, for Kong to just be able to pick something up and be like, okay. I'll block it? Yeah. No way. It should obliber- obliterate. I don't know if that's the right word. Or obliterate. Not. Thank you. That that it should have it should have messed that whole thing up yeah like it shouldn't matter what he's holding right it would just mess it up yeah or or at least you know i don't know even if you if he picked up 
I mean, I don't know, he went to a nuclear tower in Japan or something and picked up something that could at least, you know, block it for a quick second. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe springboard off of whatever that was to go and hit him. Yeah. But for him, yeah, I just, I didn't like that. Um, I mean, it looked like he was pushing it back. Yeah. No way. Yeah. There's no I, I think that um, the scene where Kong is looking over the edge of the ship um, and Godzilla comes up, badass. Like, that would have been good to show. Um, I'm curious. I mean, because they can't have them fight for an hour and a half. No, and, and if there are, they need to break this up where they have multiple fights. Yeah. Because if that's just one long fight scene, that's going to be, it better be a darn good fight scene. And we need to see a lot more than what we saw in that trailer. Yeah. Yeah, it in yeah that would be that would be awesome. You know, if he shows up in Japan and then you know then they they're tracking him and he gets to Hawaii or San Francisco or you know wherever, um, you know, and and Kong keeps showing back up. I'm curious is how they're going to play the child, um, as well as like because is Kong fighting for the kid? So I don't know. do it's they so need weird. do I they kinda, need to have the kid wherever they want Kong to fight? I kind of wish that wasn't a thing. And then how well are they going to dive into the story of what's bothering Godzilla? Because for me as a kid, you know, Godzilla was, he was a good guy. He was misunderstood and there was a lot of collateral damage, but you know, he was doing what he was doing to, to, you know, to, uh, what'd they say in the first movie? I don't remember. Like to equalize the playing field or whatever, the, to counterbalance mother nature or whatever it is. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I hope it has a good story. I appreciate a good story. Did you watch the last Godzilla movie? King yeah. Of Monsters? Yeah. What was it? King of Monsters or God of Monsters? Yeah, yeah King of the Monsters. I didn't like it. You didn't like it? No. Why didn't you like it? I felt like it was, like it was, that they had a lot of, um, you know, they tried to fit in all the monsters at the same time. Uh, <clears throat> I, th I think it's just, it's just hard to do that. Yeah, it's hard to balance all of them, getting their shine. Yeah. Yeah. They <sighs> and there was, a, I think it was the, is it called Hydra? What's the one with the three heads or multiple heads? Gord, Gorda? Yeah. Gord. There was, if I'm remembering Ghidorah. right. Ghidorah. Yeah. If I'm remembering right, there was a, there was, when they first bring him out, there's like no way Godzilla should have been able to, to fend that thing off. Cause it was like, it bodied Godzilla for a good portion of the, I think their first interaction. I mean, yeah, that movie could have been like a movie and a half. Yeah. Like it could have been. Well, and I thought that, I thought that they were going to do a trilogy just on those Godzilla three. himself. Yeah. Fighting, you know, one movie with Mothra or, you know. Dude, that could have been a whole universe, honestly. Yeah. And then, and then the crossover. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would have been really cool. That would have been really interesting. Um, I didn't mind that movie. I like, I like that movie. I like, King of the Monsters. It could have been obviously a lot better. Yeah. Um I won't say I won't say that any of them were bad. Um you know, it it just it's it's just it's tough to throw that many characters in. But uh, it it was, definitely wasn't a bad movie. No, for sure. I mean, but still like <sighs> Unfortunately, movies like that it's all CGI and you have to make sure this sure the CGI stays really well done throughout the whole entire movie along where it was staying through the test of time through other movies. Right. Um, I don't really, it doesn't stand out to me as good as Kong Skull Island. Yeah. Um, which I just feel like the movie's really well done. Uh, but no, I'm excited for this movie. Uh, this movie will come out pretty soon, actually. It'll come out in, well, actually, it changed. The date changed like a week. 
Uh, it was supposed to come out March. All right, so it was supposed to be set out to release March 21st, but it's now going to be released March 26th. Mm. A five-day difference. I don't know how come. But it will be on theaters near you and HBO Max simultaneously. Hey. And it'll be on HBO Max for the first 31 days. Nice. Then after that, will be taken off. Go support your local theaters, guys. Oh, especially a movie like this. Go watch this yeah. in theaters. You have to. Like, yeah. oh, man. I mean, be careful. Stay safe. But definitely go check this movie out. Um, I'm excited for that HBO Max. I'm probably gonna watch it in theaters and watch it at home, like right next day or two. What um, I'd like to, I, if we can get some feedback from from listeners, I'd like to hear uh, their favorite Kong or Godzilla movie. I know there's um, my son is a bit of a Godzilla expert, and so he knows like Shin Godzilla, Earth Godzilla, all the iterations, all the way back to the '60s. This man, this. Man is an expert. Well, I don't know if you saw, but Mechagodzilla did make an appearance in that trailer. Did he? Yeah. I missed it. Yep. That's okay. I'm going to go back and watch it now. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'd, I'd be interested to hear um people's favorite iterations. Uh, Godzilla Jr. versus Kong Jr. Yeah? <laughs> I don't know if you remember Godzilla Jr. or Go- Baby Godzilla. No. Oh, it's so stupid. Don't ever watch it. Well, a lot of the older movies were bad, but... Oh, so, so bad. All right, moving on. I'm going to topic number two. All right, topic number two. Wonder Woman 1984 helps double HBO Max subscribers. Does it? It doubled since since uh, Wonder Woman came out. <laughs> I mean, these numbers are really low compared to Netflix and Disney Plus right now. Let's see. So right now, HBO Max is at 61 million subscribers right now. I didn't think it was going to be that high. Yeah. Well, hold on. Wasn't Disney at like 84? What was Disney at? I think so. So close. Yeah. Closer than I here. thought it would be. Let's see here. Noting that HBO Max subscribers had doubled to 17.2 million in the fourth quarter of last year. In addition, the company acquired 41.5 million HBO and HBO Max subscribers in the U.S. by the end of 2020, up from 34.6 million in the previous year. Plus. HBO and HBO Max subscribers topped nearly 61 million worldwide in 2020. Yeah. So, wow, they're at 61 million. Yeah, wow. And I guess that's different than HBO and HBO Max? Either way, HBO has those subscribers, though. Yeah, um, because it wasn't there like HBO Now and HBO Go or something. There was a bunch of them. Yeah. Well, you know, Marcy, you should probably pat yourself on the back because you've been pushing HBO Max pretty hard. Oh, I know. I'm sure a big chunk of those came from you. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the help came from AT&T. Because uh, if you got AT and T phone, you automatically got HBO Max. Included. Oh, there you go. So that helps out. Yeah, you know, for sure. Um, and as somebody who was hesitant to switch, um, yeah, man, I'm continually finding uh, old shows, continually finding new shows um, that I that I enjoy. So um, if you're on the fence, um, get rid of Hulu <laughs> if you need to drop one. I dropped Hulu yeah. as soon as I found found out yeah no it's definitely hulu went away a week later um <laughs> no totally i mean it's not too much on there anymore yeah no so um yeah man that that's awesome um what else uh, so and then they had the snyder cut coming uh from yeah they're on the time coming eventually but from when i'm seeing on the internet that it might be just a movie theater exclusive right now really yeah that might change Huh. And it's not going to be a four-part series like they were going to. Right, I did see that. Yeah. Um, no, uh, this weekend, Friday, comes The Little Things. 
Yeah, I'm pumped for that yeah. one. Is it the little things? Yeah. Like Denzel Washington? Denzel, yep. That comes out Friday. Um, That cast looks good. I'm I'm interested to see. No, definitely. That's going to be a really big thing. I mean, HBO released a little teaser trailer they have for their movies coming out the rest of this year, which I think really, looks really good. Um, What else did we see in that trailer besides King Kong? Um, I don't know if you saw. You know, did you see what I'm talking about? The quick teaser HBO thing of everything coming out. Oh, it's a really quick thing. Yeah, like it's really fast. Um, oh, there's a lot of good movies coming out. I can't remember all of them right top of my head right now. There's so many. I mean, in the Matrix this year, Suicide Squad this year. Um, hopefully Dune. I think Space Jam was in that too. Yeah, in yeah. That trailer. yeah, yeah. Which I don't even know what to even think about that. But yep, it'd just be. I know I'll watch it. Um, just because Space Jam was such a big deal. When I was growing up, yeah. um, so hopefully they don't ruin it. Okay, um, let's see here. So, the last thing I want to talk about is a huge deal. More wrestling news. The WWE sold the streaming rights for the WWE Network to Peacock. <sighs> Thanks, Streaming Wars. Like, the struggle continues. So, WWE has their own streaming app where they stream their own original content, their pay-per-views, and old content from previous wrestling episodes from Raw to SmackDown to other in-between shows. They used to have WC, old WCW because they own old WCW library, too. I mean, they have so much back catalog of their content on the streaming platform, and all of it's going to go away in March. That quick. Wow. Which is crazy to me. Yeah. It's all going to be going to Peacock. We don't know what that's going to look like yet. We have no idea. Um, that's a huge deal for Peacock. I had Peacock for Save by the Bell. <laughs> and as soon as I got done watching it, I canceled it. Yeah. Now I'm going to be having Peacock all over again. Right. Which is funny because it's also going to be at that $4.99 compared to the, what, $9.99, $8.99 I was spending for the WWE app. Technically, I'm paying half to get all that content. Yeah, which is for now. Which, yeah, for now, which is crazy. Still, we don't know if pay per views are still going to be on that same tier or not going forward. But Peacock just made a big play. Yeah, like how many wrestling fans there are, along with the Rocks. The Rock had to know this was happening because how did he pitch his show to NBC to pick up? Right. On the Peacock app. Right. Now all wrestling fans are going to be there to watch this yeah. show. Uh, I'm sure that they were, yeah, they were back there pulling strings. Smart. And Dwayne Johnson is a smart businessman. Yeah, they he played that one well. I don't know what this means for the wrestling world. Like, I have no idea. Is this, uh, is this a COVID, is this like a pandemic move? Were they in need of some cash? I don't know why. This year, reportedly, the, 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 the WWE company made as much, the most money it's ever made this year. Really? Through COVID. Huh. Well, I mean, if you're making fantastic money and then somebody's like, hey, I want to buy all the streaming rights to that, you just put that money in the bank. I, I don't know. And then, like, um, you and me were talking off camera earlier, but, like, that really made Fox mad, ESPN mad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. NBC, exclusive WE streaming service. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm curious as to what other 
are there are there a lot of other um, you know apps like that, whether it be for wrestling or other sports or I mean, you, you know, interests like these? Well, not like not like this. Not where you get that much content. I don't think. Okay. For wrestling fans, I mean, WWE is the big banner of wrestling, right? Because not only are you getting WWE, you're getting back content when it was WWF. Um, you're also getting WCW content that you can't get anywhere else. Yeah. You know, that's all there. Outside of that, I mean, that's the only company that's been around forever. Outside of that, you're like a real specialty wrestling fan who likes other stuff. And if it's going to be that same well-produced programming, right? Programming as WWE. Well, I'm just—I was like, asking because I'm curious as to what else NBC can snatch up, being this quote unquote late to the game. Um, like for for like sport wise or wrestling. Well, wise? I mean, just just anything bringing. I don't it know. To, That's a lot. I mean, I feel like wrestling will keep them alive for now. You know, I mean, so this po- this deal is supposed to run for five years and is valued at more than one billion dollars. Yeah, he's yeah. Yeah, that that will it'll be interesting to see in a year, um, you know how they, how they've grown, especially what they'll do with, uh, um, once they start cranking out, you know, Peacock original content. I know that they'll bring a lot of the NBC stuff over, but, um, where does the NFL play for Super Bowl? Uh, they're in Tampa. No, no, no. What company? What 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 TV channel? Probably it's NBC, isn't it? Damn. Yeah. So not only do they own WrestleMania, I mean, they own the Super Bowl. Now they own wrestling Super Bowl, which is WrestleMania. Right. That's crazy. What if they give it for free? Give what for free? WrestleMania. Is that normally something you have to pay for? Yes. Mm. Yeah. That's how you get, you would get a lot of subscribers that way. Even if they just did it for a year. How bad does this hurt cable? Well, it doesn't hurt cable because Raw, Monday Night Raw, their their weekly episodic TV shows are still going to be on USA Network and then the Fox right. Network. But I'm saying like, okay, so like for me, once once football's off, I I I get rid of cable. I don't, I don't have a need for it. If I can watch wrestling, WrestleMania, you know, whatever throughout the year. Um, you know, like from February, I mean, I guess there's still basketball on, but from February until August, that's a really big gap to, to fill content. If you're a cable company, I don't know. I mean, most people don't not like my, I'll use, I'll use, I have a a little bit older of a cousin he has Netflix and Hulu, and that's it. And so let's say he's like, oh, well, I can get wrestling on for four ninety nine. Let me get the Peacock app. And then he saves himself 70 bucks. No, for sure. Um, so I guess back in 2014, that's when the WWE Network launched, and it currently, and right now, currently has 1.2 million subscribers, which isn't, doesn't sound like a lot in the grand scheme. Um yeah, so it's 1.2 million subscribers in the U.S. and another 400,000 around the globe. That's actually that's not bad for it for it only providing one, you know, stream. You know, like one, you know, it's just just a wrestling app. Um, you know, almost two million global subscribers isn't bad at all. 
That's crazy to me. I mean, it's only one of its kind. I mean, Impact Wrestling has their own right wrestling app. I think like six nine nine seven ninety nine. But I mean, is this something that you can get like if you have like a Roku or Google? Yeah. Thing, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like a you can download it on your TV too. Yeah, yeah. If you have a Samsung TV, you can download it. Uh, I mean, the WWE Network is not hard to get if you really want it. It's not hard like yeah. other stuff. Um, no, it's it's definitely going to be a game changer for the wrestling world in general, and it's definitely going to be a good eye eye catcher for Peacock. For sure. You know, I mean, if they. So if this one point two million is correct, then they're automatically getting one point two million people. Along with that, them telling their friends, "Hey, you should get this too." Right. I don't know. I mean, it's definitely going to help keep them going for sure. Right, and then and here, here in like six months, Verizon or somebody will, you know, just like AT and T does with uh, HBO Max, some phone carrier. If you get them, you get a. Whatever Peacock, free yeah. or that'd be crazy. It's so crazy. It'll continue to grow. Yeah. But yeah. Well, I'm definitely gonna get the Peacock app now, starting <laughs> after March. Very interesting. All right, we're gonna go to the next segment called Recommended, where we go around the table, aka just me and Blake talking about a show or a movie that we we both currently watched and recommend to each other in the audience. Blake, you want to go first? Yeah, I'm gonna go. Um, Netflix, uh, Bridgerton. So, oh, I nice. have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. All I right. So, this is like a less grimy version of Game of Thrones, like when Game of Thrones was good. Um, and so you're thrown in, it's dating season, all these young girls or whatever have to find the love of their life in this dating season in, in England. Hmm. Um, but it's it's got a mix of it all, man. There's there's really interesting characters. Um, there's just enough, you know, violence and you know, sex and and um, you know, backstabbery and all all of the good things that make a a really you know thriller of interesting show. They definitely hit you with continuous curveballs. Um, one thing that they do that I haven't I I don't know if I've ever seen it in a TV show. Um, there's a lot of miscommunication between characters um, purposely done. So uh, the main characters is she's this girl or whatever, and she ends up getting um, entangled with this guy who's not interested in dating or marriage or anything at all. Um, and they kind of have to work together because he's like the most eligible bachelor. And she, uh, because she got like a nod from the queen, she's like the most sought after uh, woman. Okay. And so they're like, well, Hey, um, he's like, I, so people will quit pestering me to date their daughters. We're going to act like we're in love. And she's like, um, my brother keeps scaring everybody off, but because you're the most eligible bachelor, if people see that you like me, the, all the other guys will start to like me again. I see. And so, um, they, um, you know, obviously they start to, to get feelings and stuff and not, not to give any spoilers away, but, um, it's really interesting that, um, you know, what they don't communicate becomes a problem later on. And, well, I know you could never have feelings because of this agreement. And how do you not know that I have feelings because of this? And, um, you know, why don't you understand why I'm trying to push you away? It's just there's a lot of things that aren't said. 
um, that are very realistic to how real life goes. If you've ever had a crush on somebody in middle school or high school, um, you know, and, and just things like that. It's just, I haven't seen it done this well. Um, and it, it's, it's, it's just su- superbly shot. It just, the story, the characters, everybody's really interesting. Um, there's a lot of social aspects today that are thrown in here. Um, you'll notice the cast is very, uh, diverse. Um, I thought that w- in the beginning was diversity for diversity's sake. Actually, a, a storyline behind that. So huh. it, it, it was really interesting. I was surprised. I saw it, it blowing up on Twitter when it first dropped, and I gave it a shot. And I think we finished each episode's like an hour. We finished it in like two days. Oh, wow. It came out this year, right? Yeah. yeah it's new. Yeah. It's cool. No, I've been wanting to check it out. I need to. And it's a cool, it looks like a cool like, period time piece. Yeah. And there's, there's, there's enough. Um, you know, manliness, if you will. It's not like a chick flick or, you know, <laughs> rom-com or anything like that. Um, you know, and, and all the characters, they all intertwine um, very, very oddly. Um, it, it's, de- yeah, if you're looking for something binge-worthy, um, if you can sit down for an hour at a time, I would definitely check this out. Nice. Catch it on Netflix. All right, so my t- recommended is Ted Lasso. Um, God, I watch so many things, but Ted Lasso is what I will recommend. It's on Apple TV. Yeah, get Apple TV. <laughs> There's nothing on Apple TV, honestly. There's nothing on Apple TV. I don't recommend Apple TV. I will recommend shows on there because there's some good ones. If you have it, check it out. If you don't have Apple TV, I totally understand another streaming service or money out of your pocket. But if you do have Apple TV, check out Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso is about a small time football coach who goes to England and coaches soccer. He knows nothing about soccer. Uh, his um his character is taken after Roy Williams. Can you? Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that yeah? Yeah. It's his character's taken off from Roy Williams. You can tell really? he acts like him uh, with the players and stuff. He's very he's everyone's favorite coach. Yeah. In America, at least. Right. Uh, then he comes over to England and tries to be a soccer coach that he knows nothing about. Um, you learn that uh, the reason why he got hired is because the owner of the soccer team, her and her husband got divorced, and to basically screw back the husband, I'm going to turn his soccer team into shit. Ouch. Yeah. Kind of like, like Major League. Right, kinda right, like, yeah. Kind of like Major League. Yeah. Uh, just imagine Major League, but soccer and... That's hilarious. Episodic. No, it's so good. What's, what's crazy, it, it is a comedy. But it has some drama in it and some good storytelling, and it will make you in your feels. Like, there's some emotional parts in it. Jason Sudeikis, so funny, but dang, he's a good actor. He is. He's a great actor. Um, He definitely shows some depth in his acting chops in this series. Um, It's cool seeing soccer from England side point of view. I mean, obviously, we know it from movies and stuff, but, like, they really dive into the, the, the culture in England and how soccer is, like, held to a higher status right? and how, how this American coach comes here and thinks he's going to be praised. So right. <laughs> but I mean, he's also a football coach teaching soccer for the very first time. Seeing the obstacles and hurdles with that is setting funny. Yeah. I can only imagine this, oh my the, God, all the so, shenanigans you could get into with uh, something like that. It's so funny. I mean, if you have Apple TV, check it out. Good acting, good story, funny, and there's some cool soccer stuff in it too. Um, things to look forward to though. Little things comes out Friday. If you have HBO Max, check it out. 
But for now, we're going to end this episode. Thank you for watching and listening. Make sure you subscribe. Please subscribe to our podcast. We're out of here. Bye.